but resilience is not necessarily something that people are born with. It has to be kind of worked like a muscle and strengthened over time. Hey, play my music, man. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another episode. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for joining me. Not today. We're talking about turning tragedy into strength. That's right. Now, of course, life in general has ups and downs. It has its tough times. It has tough moments. But the tough times are the ones that form you into the person that you are. It defines your strength. It defines your character. And I think these kind of situations are where the rubber meets the road, per se. Of course, we're all about self-development. We're all about becoming better people here. So today, we're going to talk about how you can take that tough time and turn it into a benefit, turn it into a positive and how you can really turn tragedy into strength. Of course, tragedies are an unfortunate part of life. I don't think anybody really likes to go through them. But I think when you get into the kind of self-development space, tragedy's talked about as, you know, something that's just a minor inconvenience when, you know, tough times in life can be actually very incredibly grueling and, you know, slow. They can be challenging to the point where you don't even know if you can, you know, really make it through this time. You can really feel lost and broken and hopeless, really. But research has shown that it's not only possible to get through these tough times through a variety of methods that we're going to discuss, but also to come out of those tough times stronger and more resilient and, you know, ready for the next challenge. Let's get into the kind of the first step of turning tragedy into strength. Now, the first part of turning tragedy into strength is accepting reality as it is. This can be a difficult step. A lot of times this is easier said than done, really realizing what's happened and that's happened to you. A lot of times it can feel natural to kind of deny or avoid the reality of, of tragedy happening to you, especially considering that, you know, when you see it in movies, it's kind of glamorized and very done up theatrically. But at times, real life tragedy can be just as bad as it looks in the movies. It really is important to accept what has happened to you and allow yourself to feel the emotions that come with that and to not try to deny them or hide them or suppress them in any way. It's definitely harder to put into practice than it is just me to tell you to do that. But research has shown that individuals who accept and acknowledge their tragedy and allow themselves to feel these kind of emotions tend to experience less distress and are more likely to find meaning and growth in the tragedy. I use kind of my own story as a way to, you know, bring this to to life, I guess. As some of my close friends know, I was recently accepted into dental school at Creighton, but that was after, you know, two years of trying and, you know, getting declined and, you know, having to deal with everything that goes with that. Now, of course, it was difficult for me to you know, come to the terms that I wasn't actually ready to go to dental school right out of college. And of course, I wanted to, you know, get going with my career. I wanted to get get going on, you know, this thing that I was very passionate about. And then when I hit that, you know, kind of wall of being denied by every school that I applied to, you know, it was a culture shock. It was a, it was a shocking moment for me that really hurt my feelings, really. And uh, definitely my ego. But instead of running from those feelings, instead of being like, oh, these people don't know what they're talking about. I deserve to be in. I deserve more than X, Y, Z. I took a step back and I allowed myself to feel those emotions. I allowed myself to, you know, handle the disappointment of being in that situation. And with that, I was able to take a step back, allow those emotions to pass and really figure out what I needed to do to get to the next level. You know how much we like to back our theories up with research here? There was a study done by Richard Tedeschi at UNC. Him and his colleagues found that individuals who experienced post-traumatic growth had a greater acceptance of reality compared to those who did not accept reality. So if you're struggling to accept reality, know that it's okay to take your time. You have time to do this. You have time to, you know, get through this process. And also I recommend seeking support from others, uh, especially close friends who you're ready and willing to be vulnerable with as they can really help to ease the burden. A lot of times it's beneficial to just talk about these things, get them off your chest and rationalize the feelings that you're feeling instead of having them bounce around your head all day. But the next step is finding meaning. So this involves looking for insights or 
experiences or ways that you can grow from these situations. In my case, it was looking for my shortcomings in my application and as a, who I was as a student to find ways to make myself a better, more competitive applicant. I realized that in a variety of ways that I had shortcomings when it came to being ready to go to dental school. Um, whether it was emotional maturity, whether it was actual academic performance, there are ways that I had fallen short and needed to improve. Now, was it convenient? Absolutely not. Did I want to, you know, take more classes and retake tests? Of course not. But I knew that going through those situations would make me stronger and prepare me for the eventual rigor of going to dental school. Now, unfortunately, these are not always very obvious. It does, it's not always the, the case that the meaning is going to jump out at you. You might have to do some searching. And I know that my personal first reaction to the, the denials was that the system is BS and I, I deserve it and whatever. But upon digging, that's when I found the kind of holes in my application and talking to people. I talked to it and I talked to counselors. I talked to my friends. I talked to people within the school, people who had been through the process. And after collecting all those insights, I was able to kind of find where my layout of abilities and characteristics didn't line up with those who are typical. But psychologist Crystal Park out of UConn uh, did a study that found that if individuals who experienced post-traumatic growth reported a greater sense of meaning in their lives than those who did not. Finding meaning can be a difficult process, like I said, but talking and engaging with others, especially people who are either where you want to be or have a greater insight on the thing that you've been through are great ways to find that same meaning, find that missing factor that will lead you to being better on the other side of this. And other ways to engage in activities that align with your goal. So for example, with me, obviously it was taking more classes, taking you know the tests again, and not only was I able to become a better student, a better you know, academic or scholar, whatever you want to call it through that process. But I was able to gain confidence in my knowledge. I was able to gain confidence in my ability of being able to do it at the next level. Now, the third and final step is building resilience. Now, we talked about this in the last episode, building re resilience through adversity. Now, if you haven't seen that video, I would definitely recommend going and checking out, put it in the cards. But resilience refers to the ability to bounce back from tragedy, the ability to cope with stress and handle it in a healthy way. Now, a lot of times this comes from exposure therapy, which of course is not always the most enjoyable way to go through it. But I found that going through tough situations and, you know, building my experience with stressful situations and not seeking, uh, I guess, a sheltered lifestyle led to me being stronger in stressful situations. Stressful situations don't make me crumble. They actually make me more focused on, on the situation, if that makes sense. But interestingly enough for me, let me know if this is the way it is with you. Um, Sometimes stress is the only way that I can access that level of strength per se. An example would be like, you know, a deadline's coming up. If I have a week to do something, the work will fill that week. But if I only have like a day to do it, yes, I'll bust my butt and be very stressed throughout it, but I'll still get it done in that day. But of course, you know, we, we're tying this theme of dental school through this. And this, this is not just for obviously anybody applying to a professional program. This is for any level of adversity that you're going through. Uh, I'm just using my own personal examples to kind of, you know, show that this is not just research on a page. This is, you know, something that actually is utilized in my own life. But resilience is not necessarily something that people are born with. It has to be kind of worked like a muscle and strengthened over time. Some very specific ways to develop, you know, resilience is practicing self-care, prioritizing your physical and emotional well-being. And obviously this looks like, you know, actually taking care of yourself when times get stressful. When, when you get stressed, you're the type to, you know, jump to substances do you you know do nicotine or drink or are you the type to you know do something healthy like go exercise or or do something beneficial for yourself another way to build resilience is to you know have that support system that we've talked about throughout throughout this episode i personally love my friends they're great people 
and they're the type of people that I know that I can lean on in times of struggle. My friends come from diverse backgrounds, so you know, depending on the situation, I probably have a friend that meets that criteria. Another big one that I, I really preach to you know, just about everybody in my life is positive thinking. You would be surprised how quickly negativity can kind of take over your life and take over uh, the way that you feel. And negativity is contagious. If you find yourself being around negative people, you'll find yourself being more negative whether you want to believe that or not. So if you can kind of reframe the way that you look at life to be more positive and to imagine things positively, then you will find yourself having less stress, but also finding that you're able to handle more stressful situations. Now, obviously this is a platitude, but um, it's class half full. But obviously in my situation, it's like, it's the difference between looking at, you know, my dental denial as being, you know, the system's messed up, woe is me, it's all their fault to how can I grow from this? How can I become a better person? And how can I actually make myself competitive? You know, maybe I did have shortcomings and I, I needed to become better to actually get to that point. And then kind of tying in with the first one, um, engaging in activities that promote relaxation or stress reduction that are healthy for you, such as meditation, yoga, things like that. Building resilience can not only help you, you know, recover from tragedies that are painful, but they can also make you stronger for the next one and more ready and more capable for when tragedy inevitably strikes again. But that's going to take us to the weekly takeaway. Turning tragedy into strength is a process that involves accepting reality, finding meaning, and building resilience. While this process can be difficult and it is definitely easier said than done, it's important to remember that it is possible to emerge stronger and more resilient than you were before. So if you're going through a difficult time, know that there is support available to you. You are capable. It may not be easy but you will emerge on the other side a better person if you're willing to take these steps. But that's going to do it for this episode. I thank you for listening all the way through. My name has been Will. I'll see you next time.